everybody. Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. My friends, we're about to do a bit of a pivot, a bit of a rebrand. Been thinking, praying, discerning around the direction of the podcast. And one of the things I wanted to do was start bringing on a load more guests. So in about a week from now, we should have the first major group of guests coming through. We're going to aim for at least two long-form podcast interviews a week. That's the goal. There are just so many incredible men and women in Catholic leadership all around the world. So I wanted to begin to move the focus of the podcast more towards this concept of leadership within Catholic education. Now, if you're listening to this and you say to yourself, well, I don't have a leadership position at a Catholic school, I'm just teaching, do not hit unsubscribe, my friends, because... I'm deeply convinced of the concept that, firstly, One Catholic Teacher, as the website's called, onecatholicteacher.com, one Catholic teacher can have the most profound effect on the life of any young person. And as such, that is a leadership role in and of itself. As you're going to hear through the next few episodes, I did a master's degree in educational leadership and management And one of the experiences, I guess, of that whole postgraduate program was getting down to the nitty gritty about what actually, what leadership actually is. It's a strange thing because, you know, we can, uh, the example I used to give on stage was that if you went to a zoological conference, imagine, just bear with me on this, imagine you went to a conference and it was all the best zoologists in the world and you put on the screen a picture of a lion And you asked them, what is this? Now, most of them in the room, you would think everybody would say, well, that's a lion. You would have consensus. Somebody might say, well, it's actually Pantera Leo in in the Latin uh, taxonomy. But uh, you're not going to find a whole bunch of people in the room disagreeing about what it is. And now you're all thinking, what's this got to do with anything? I'm deeply confused. Imagine, if you will, uh, a conference on Catholic education and the word leadership goes on on the screen, goes up on the screen and somebody's like, well, what's leadership? And all of a sudden, it's going to be very different to the simple naming of a lion. It's going to be quite a robust discussion, right? People are going to have all sorts of different opinions about it. But where I got to in the postgrad program, which I'll unpack in a couple of episodes from now, was around the concept of influence, that leadership is essentially influence. How do you tell if leadership is happening? Well, influence is happening. You know, what is influence? It's it's basically creating or getting people to consider an alternative future and buying into that alternative future and you influence them towards it. And that is why as we begin this change in content focus, we're going to be I'm going to be just saying that every Catholic teacher has that leadership role because you create influence. So whether you are leading a, an entire diocese, you know, I've got friends who've led you know, national, top national educational structures, or whether you are, you know, in a, in a grade one, year one classroom, preschool, kindy, you are still in a leadership position. So the guests that we're going to have, the focus that we're going to have will be more and more on this crucial topic of leadership. And also because I think that's where the leverage is. I think when Catholic schools go screaming off the reservation and get themselves somewhat enamored of all sorts of current socio-political trends, what we call in business bright, shiny objects, you know, the 
the focus moves away from Christ, the focus moves away from evangelization, the focus moves away from building a countercultural missionary gospel-centered community into building something that often resembles the personal political preferences of the principal or leader in charge. I think we all know exactly what I am talking about. So leadership matters. The schools over the years that I've really been impressed by and I think do great things are the schools where great leaders from the classroom level right to the top leadership of the school are what the church documents refer to as convinced and coherent. I always love that phrase. You know, it comes from the church documents. I think it's from the document, The Catholic School, where it says that the goal that we are aiming for is that our teachers and leaders in Catholic schools are convinced and coherent. They're convinced about the church's teaching, they're convinced about the gospel, and they are coherent. They make sense in their proclamation and communication of it. So I want to, just on this episode, I want to position this in the context of a crisis in leadership. If you look around the world at the moment, you could pick any number of issues, problems, or challenges. Mainstream media, which I haven't watched or listened to in years now, Uh, would basically position you to live in perpetual terror of all sorts of imminent, imminent, (laughs) say that three times fast, calamities that are about to destroy the world. It's a very fear-based model. But I think we can agree that there are significant issues in the planet. Of course, they're, you know, throughout human history, especially over the last four to 5,000 years that we've been in organized civilizations, There's always something happening, right? There's always a particular challenge and a problem. And I think that the way either out of these problems or the way that these problems are exacerbated and made worse is utterly and fundamentally a question around leadership. How else can it be so? We are humans that live in various types of communities. Therefore, the leadership that is playing out in those communities will have an incredible impact upon us. So... I look at the world, I look at the challenges facing education and Catholic education, I'd say that Catholic education, you know, really is, is leadership driven, right? Like the, the results that any school is going to have, its efficacy and evangelization are going to be leadership based. It's just, for me, it's, it's a category proof. It's like, how, how could it be otherwise? If a Catholic school exists to evangelize, if a Catholic school exists to make the person of Jesus Christ known and loved by young people, then the leadership of that school and that classroom is going to be significant. So I think globally, there's definitely a crisis of leadership. And I would say that that's embedded in complex, both religious and sociological issues that we could go to the Enlightenment, we could look at aspects of postmodernism, we could have a very, very long and rich discussion around the reasons that leadership seems to be in relatively short supply. And of course, we're talking about leadership, we're talking about humans. You know, today's gospel reading is the story of Eve being tempted in the garden. At the time of recording this, it's the first Sunday in Lent, and the readings are around that issue, you know, that the humans from day one have been tempted and have failed and have been frail. You know, what did C.S. Lewis say? That the incarnation is nothing other than a daring risk, a daring raid on enemy hell territory. So yes, there is not going to be a day of utterly perfect leadership. There is not going to be a day of utterly perfect leaders. But my friends, we can approximate, right? We can by grace and by cooperating with grace, we can move more and more closely to the ideal that Christ presents. 
you know, St. Augustine famously said that he who made you without your cooperation will not save you without your cooperation. So you can see that from day one, there has been this crisis in the human story and that human and that plays out in leadership and it's playing out right now in the effectiveness and the impact of every single individual catholic school but i'm positioning that crisis essentially as a spiritual a moral ontological anthropological problem that there is something in the human story that if it is not redeemed leads to types of leadership that end up exacerbating problems and leading to genuine suffering. So, of course, there is that great quote from Proverbs 29.18 that says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. There is Where there is no vision, the people perish. So this leadership part in a Catholic school is, if we take that biblical hermeneutic from Proverbs 29, we see this concept that, if there isn't clear leadership in a Catholic school, if there isn't clear leadership in your Catholic classroom, if there isn't an attempt to influence in a particular direction, well, as Hume said, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. The absence of leadership paradoxically doesn't really lead to an absence of leadership per se. If we abandon the field of leadership in our classrooms and schools, something else will lead in that space. And it will usually be something else that we don't like. So this crisis of leadership that we want to start to really focus on. So again, what I'm going to try and do is bring you a series of really great men and women from around the world speaking into this concept of leadership and how we can really continue to grow and transform our Catholic schools. You know, I think if you look around at our political sphere at the moment, it's extraordinary. It's... uh, yeah, I, I switched off, to be honest. I know some of you will, will think that what we need is an engaged populace, but I think it has got to such a point where I think one pundit recently said that whatever side of the political spectrum you tend to be on there, they're kind of, you know, both actors in the same play, right? But uh, I contrast that with having read John Burlingham's 4,000-word biography of Lincoln. And you look at moments in history with your Lincolns, George Washingtons, your Churchills, you could pick any number of other great leaders who exercise this form of character-based leadership. They are not, uh, you know, blowing in the wind with any particular gust of popular fascination. They are character-based. They are often people who have suffered and faced significant challenges. And I contrast that with a lot of what we're seeing at the moment, and it's problematic, right? So... I think what the Catholic faith does is that over time, if we do what Augustine says, if we cooperate, we end up with men and women who who are aware of their own frailty and weakness. They're aware of the frailty and weakness of the human condition. I think that's one of the big problems with, you know, leadership and, and the political class in our world at the moment is the hubris and the utopianism that marks so much political and social discourse right the idea that you know really everything would be great if you just the problem is you voted for the wrong guy and if we get it right next time everything's going to be different that's why catholicism is just so magnificent because it recognizes the truth of the human story that yes we are capable of the most wonderful magnificent things but we are simultaneously capable of things that are far less ideal so this character-based process of, you know, for us, it's sacrament, it's growth, 
It's this capacity to allow Christ to transform us through our participation in the life of his church. I am believing that what this will do is begin to transform leadership. And if we transform the leadership of a single Catholic school, we transform in many ways the futures and the outcomes for so many young people. So I'm passionate about this, you can tell. I think if we have God-centered men and women leading our Catholic schools, convinced and coherent, character-based, that's where I'm headed. i I got to say, I am a little weary, particularly in my own country, of... Uh, leadership in Catholic schools very much committed to advancing their own personal ideologies. And let's agree that there is no shortage of ideologies at this moment in history, huh? Cultural Marxism is in the ascendant. Its creation of victim classes and oppressors is flowing down through all stratas of society. Go back and look at the work of Gramsci and look at the concept of the long march through the institutions, the idea that you change a culture by taking out its institutions, that you transform its courts, its educational centres, its film, its media, its entertainment, and you do it progressively and slowly, and over time, you take the entire culture. You know, it's that famous saying that politics is downstream of culture. Politics doesn't create culture, it tends to reflect it. So the great battle of our time is the battle of culture. And culture is profoundly created inside our Catholic schools. You know, one uh, speaker recently said that if you want to win a culture war, and I know that that's a charged term for some of you, but if you want to win a culture war, you do it by doing one thing. And what is that? You tell better stories. You tell better stories stories. So if we want to transform our society, if we want to participate in the incarnation, the salvific work of Christ in history, then what we do is we transform culture. And we do it one child at a time, we do it one culture at a time, and we do it one school at a time, and we do it one principal at a time, one teacher at a time. Because, uh, you know, Christ seems to be very interested in individuals. (laughs) He really does. You know, you know, our Lord spoke about many different things, but he had such a great focus on the individual, the lost sheep, the one who went missing. So he is interested in us as his individuals, friends, very much so. All right, so I've said a fair bit today. I guess what I wanted to just share with you is that the focus will shift upon towards this broad focus on leadership and hearing from so many so many great men and women around the world which i hope to be bringing you in the next couple of weeks we'll get started but uh look for now please make sure you have subscribed hit that subscribe button for me it makes a big difference and you know i would love you to start sharing this so if you if anything that i've said today has resonated with you the greatest thing you could do for me would just be to take where you're hearing it whether it's on spotify apple Podcasts, the website anywhere and i would love for you please to go ahead and share that with some other teachers principals leaders because I'm committed to this process and I'm going to stick at it and I'm going to keep going. I've only ever reached one principal or one teacher. That's fine. Hopefully we reach a few more. All right, everybody. Uh, Other things, there'll be a bunch of links here. Uh, Leaders and principals can book uh, private coaching and mentoring with me. There'll be links to that and there should be a link here to the Going Deeper staff formation program. It's completely free. 254 weeks of content completely free to you so please make sure you go and have a look for that link if it isn't there for any reason just email me jonathan at jonathan doyle no we'll do the other one jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com and i'll make sure we get it to you all right everybody god bless you my name is jonathan doyle this has been the catholic leadership podcast and you and i are going to talk again tomorrow